everybody, welcome to our podcast, Rewind and Reconsider, where we rewind our favorite childhood movies and reconsider them. I'm your host, Harrison Fagan. No, I'm not. I'm Mia Fagan. <laughs> yeah, I'm Harrison Fagan, I, your, your husband and co-host. Yes, and Harrison, you have a movie for us. Yes, we are going to watch a, a childhood favorite of mine, one of the first Adam Sandler films that I was allowed to watch because it has a wholesome message, uh, Big Daddy. Yeah, another Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, and so we are going to try, I guess, actually, we did make it through an Adam Sandler movie for the podcast, because we did Hubie Halloween, but, you know, we always will have the legendary Lost Happy Gilmore episode that we'll release when all of you Venmo us, like, $200 or something <laughs> like that. Um, so, when did you first watch this movie? Uh, I don't remember, actually, where I first watched it. I think it was... Oh, I, I do remember, actually. It was at a friend's house where they were allowed to watch, like, PG-13 movies, despite being about 10. Oh, this is a PG-13 movie? I think so, yeah. I thought it was a kid's movie. No, it's not. It's definitely not a kid's movie, but it just has a more wholesome message than his usual movies. Oh. It's not just, like, pooping fart jokes. I'm sure they're in there. I mean, they're in there, but it's not just that. Um... What did you remember about it, and why did it, you know, strike a chord with you? I mean, I just remember thinking it was really funny. You know, Adam Sandler does great voices. He has great physical comedy. And, uh, like, I thought the kid was really funny, and him kind of learning to become a father throughout the course of this movie, and like somewhat involuntarily so. Uh, it has a young Jon Stewart, still an actor at this point, as one of the, you know, main side characters. Did not even know he was an actor. Yeah, no, he's in this movie. Oh, okay. Steve Buscemi's in it. He is? Yeah. All right. Major, major bit character. <laughs> I think Rob Schneider? Oh. Kevin James? I'm just kidding. Kevin James <laughs> isn't it. I was going to say. Yeah. Shaq? Shaq's in it? Yeah, Shaq's in it. <laughs> um, ben Stiller? I don't think Ben Stiller's in this one. Oh. Unless he has a very small cameo that I'm forgetting. Chris Rock? No. This is like pre, you know, grown-ups when he was just like, let me just get all of my famous friends into a movie. Um, so do you think it's still going to hold up? I do. I think it's going to be really funny. I think this is going to be the movie that finally gets you to like Adam Sandler. Because mm -hmm. you've hated every movie that you've mm -hmm. watched with him so far. I don't know. It's a really high bar. Do you believe me? No. Okay. Well, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> okay. We're going to watch... Man, what is it called? Big Daddy? Big Daddy. Okay, Big Daddy. I was going to say, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. are back we just watched big daddy and mia is going to give us our 60 second summary of the movie in under 60 seconds she's guaranteed it this time yeah going for two in a row i think yes i can do it all right all right let's see okay so we start off adam sandler is a sloppy man who is a man child and doesn't have a job and he lives with a guy Isn't that does schlubby he lives with a guy that does have a job and the guy comes home to a birthday surprise and he's all like oh and then he his friend Proposes to the girlfriend, his girlfriend that Adam Sandler doesn't like, and then Adam Sandler says, I fucking hate you, and then all of a sudden, the next day, a kid shows up, and he's like, oh, the person that's dropping off the kid saying, oh, he has a letter, and the letter says, I'm your your son, and it's the son of Adam Sandler's friend, and then Adam Sandler's friend is actually in China, and so Adam Sandler's like, hey, um, I'll take care of this kid, and because Adam Sandler had a girlfriend who was like, you are a man-child, you're not doing anything right, so then he's like, I'm gonna take care of this kid, so they, he takes care of the kid, he learns life lessons, and then he, there's some court procedures, and he falls in love with another lawyer, and then, um, he ends up giving the kid to his friend, and then 
the, he raises the kid and Adam Sandler's still in the kid's life. The end. Oh, and then they celebrate at Hooters. Oh, sorry. You, just, you missed it. Fuck. You're two, you're two seconds late. The problem is there's too many, like, subplots it's in not movie. It's not called 62-second summary. <laughs> you know? It's called the 60-second summary. All right, whatever. All right, so you, this is the first Adam Sandler movie that you like. So as... Oh, spoiler alert. As a credential... No, 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 I, I, I'm excited about this. So as a card-carrying Adam Sandler hater... And disbeliever in the Sandlerverse of movies. Why is this the first one that you like? Well, let, let's get into just the good, and then we'll address the bad afterwards. Um, I like this movie because he doesn't do a fucking stupid voice the entire time. <laughs> okay, number one. Number he two. He didn't do that in Happy Gilmore, which you hated so much we could not. He didn't, keep but the he still acted like a goddamn man child. He okay. does a little bit in this, but, like, he starts to get his shit together. It's a slightly more realistic character. Yes, it's a slightly... With Happy Gilmore, he was, it was over the top, and I couldn't take it. Um, and, I don't know, he wasn't as annoying as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he did have his tendencies to, like, kind of act out like a child, which he's pretty much... His characters are known for, but it, it, he did end up learning in the end that he needs to grow up. And I don't think... Some of his movies have that in it where he doesn't learn anything, you know? Because, like, in Hubie Halloween, he was just like, I'm going to be a weirdo. And I still have this stupid fucking voice and I've learned nothing. Okay, that's just his voice. I, oh, it's so annoying. I, he didn't learn to talk differently by the end of the movie. That's just what he sounded like. I felt like he was more of a realistic character in this movie. I mean, he's certainly a more realistic character than Hubie Halloween. Like, do you agree now that uh, he was snubbed for the Oscar? <laughs> For Hubie Halloween? No. No. <laughs> Not Uncut Gems. Hubie Halloween, his true masterpiece of 2019. And then uh, the other aspect I liked of this movie is um, the little kid. He was actually very sweet and cute. And it wasn't like an annoying kind of child actor. Like, he sounded like a kid. He wasn't going to say, like, precocious stuff, you know, that some kids say in adult movies. He wasn't Macaulay Culkin, basically. Yeah, basically. Is, is he, your was an actual, he was an yeah. actual kid. Yeah. You know, he had his... I think, to be fair, I think he was about three, so I don't think they could have given him those level of lines. They could have. They could have. He could have just spat it out, and yeah, but he didn't, and he it was very he was very cute, and you couldn't help but... And I like the connection between Adam Sandler and this... What is the kid's name? I Julian. Know, Julian. Yeah. Um, I like the connection between him and Julian, like, he... he Played by the twins from Zack and Cody, whose names I'm blanking on. Uh... Uh, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Yes, there you go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I like the connection that they had. He, they're both kind of children in their own ways, you know? Yes. Like, one's a literal child and one still kind of has a regression. But I like the fact that he kind of, like, this kid is a little bit weird, you know? But, like, Adam Sandler's character kind of rolls with it, and I really think that's cool. Like, this kid just, like, it loves his kangaroo movie thing. I mean, he's a three-year-old. Yeah. Three-year-olds really like kangaroo movies yeah, but he or random sing-alongs. Yeah, he respects yeah. it. And he tries to make, like, you know, he tries to go to the, like, lengths of, like, trying to teach the kid that, yeah, maybe sometimes you could do something, maybe you can't. But I like the way that he kind of came across as that 
Like, he would let the kid do anything he wants. Slowly. Yeah, I, I appreciated the character arc of him as a man-child being like, no, 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 I figured out parenting. First of all, I'm going to adopt this child. I'm going to lie to social services to adopt okay, this that's child a, that's a whole to, other save, thing that was to save my relationship. Because sometimes, because he's told by his friends, they're like, yeah, sometimes women get pregnant to save a relationship. And he's like, well, this is just the guy version of that, basically. And then for him to go, hey, you know... I got this whole parenting thing figured out. The thing, the problem with my parents was they were too hard on me. So yeah. I'm just going to let the kid make the right decision and do that. And then he, as he's going through this character arc of like starting to grow up a little bit, he realizes like, hey, you know, you can't just let a, man, a, a child do whatever they want. And I, as a man child, cannot just do whatever I want. Like I have to have responsibilities too, just like I have to teach this kid yeah. about, you know, that going to school is important. He has to bathe sometimes. Yeah, you know, but like, like these he, basic things that he was not making the kid do. Yeah, but he frames it as a like kind of like, oh, it's the kid's idea to do it. And I think that's really important. Like that one part where he was like, oh, you need to take a bath. And the kid was like, no, I'm not going to take a bath. And so he goes out and he dresses up as like this scuba, scuba Larry or something like that. Sco scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. It's this little toy that he carries around. Uh, yeah, although I think he might have been Scuba Larry, Scuba Steve's father. Yeah, yeah, and he was just like, he just like did this whole thing of being like, hey, um, I'm Scuba Steve's dad and he says that you need to take a bath. And the kid's like, well, I guess I have to. So Adam Sandler comes back. And he's like, what do you need to do? And the kid's like, I need to take a bath. So it's like, it was like kind of like reverse psychology, I think. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. A man on a three-wheeled motorcycle just drove by with a dog chasing him that then other dogs across the street just got mad at. Oh yeah, that's our neighbor that has um, only one leg. Wait, our neighbor only has one leg? Yeah, down the street. Oh, okay. He rides around on the scooter. Oh, I did not. Well, now you made it dark. So, you're <laughs> so yeah, I, I like the way that he kind of incorporated like more fun parenting, but like it was still kind of, I mean, there were still some parts where I was a little like, all right, like letting your kid pee on a wall. like okay. No, not letting your kid pee on a wall, <laughs> encouraging and teaching them to pee on a doorway to a restaurant because they would not let him go inside and go to the bathroom. Yeah. That, okay. Hopefully yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Like, you know, they build up this bond because yeah like Adam Sandler you know he clearly it wasn't like one of his man-child characters where he sees this kid as like a peer like he clearly is like hey I'm gonna take this kid under I'm gonna be like a cool you know the cool babysitter you know mentor to him or yeah. whatever I'm gonna teach him the real way the world works or whatever and you know they go through the first day and they're just having a blast and then by the second day it's like oh like this kid has to pee all the time it turns yeah. out kids don't always Move fast when you want to make it to McDonald's in time for breakfast. Sometimes they cry when you scream at a McDonald's sometimes cashier. Sometimes they pee in the bed. Yeah, sometimes they pee in the bed. Sometimes they refuse to pee on a wall, even though they say that they have to pee. Like, you know, it, it's just kids are not always going to do exactly what you say. And he kind of has to grow up over the course of this movie and mm -hmm. understand. And really, I think by the end of the movie, becomes a better and more responsible person as a result of this kid. And I'm like, I'm not sure about the message of that, of like, you should wait to grow up until you have a child. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I, I appreciate where it's coming from. And it was a more realistic character arc than some of his movies. And I thought that it had like a really sweet message. Like you mentioned, a really sweet mm -hmm. dynamic between him and Julian. Yeah, I, I, I actually really like the way they, they had like great chemistry. They did. As, as they two really actors. did. Like you could tell that the sweet. kid was having a lot of fun yeah. working with Adam Sandler. Yeah, like or the part where he gives him like sunglasses and he's like, if you're ever scared, put these sunglasses on and you'll turn invisible. And he like completely played along with it. He put the little kid would put on the sunglasses and he was like, oh my god, where are you? Oh, yeah. you're right there. I thought that was very sweet, but um, everything else was just kind of like, 
What the fuck? Were there any Were there any other characters that you enjoyed? No. Just really? Two. Yeah. None. I didn't, I didn't like any. You didn't like his girlfriend? No, because it's that 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 part's unrealistic. That she would fall in love with a guy that like has no job, no ambition, or anything, and she's like, "Yeah, this guy seems pretty cool." I mean, you married a blogger. Stranger things have happened. I know, but she's like, yeah, she's like people... an important lawyer. She's got shit going on, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll fall in love with this guy that like eats pizza for fucking dinner or something." He was he was very funny. He was funny, but like, yeah. where is that going? Like, I guess like towards. I the mean, end they got married and they had a kid. I guess. I he, just, he had to win her over. She didn't want to kiss him on the first date. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's I don't know. She's clearly out like, of this league. I'm not, she's like, I'm not into this. This is not part of my plan. Like, you know, there, there was she a progression was cute, there. You really had like, to win her over. Yeah, but it's just this trope of, like, this girl's completely out of her league, and she, like, completely falls in love with this guy. I believe like, we call it Kevin James sitcom wife syndrome. Exactly. And that's what happened here. I just think she could do better. But you know what? It is what it is, and they got married and had a kid. How dare you? Adam Sandler <laughs> is a catch. Oh, my God. No, he's not. <laughs> you didn't like you didn't like uh you didn't like John Stewart. He was okay, but like I don't know, the way he handled having a kid was just kind of like towards the end he was just like, "Oh, yeah, I guess he is my kid. I guess we'll take him." And that's it. And then he was a great dad. You don't know that though. It looked it just, like it. Mm, looks like he had it figured out. Okay, like one scene of him. Two like, scenes, two separate two, scenes. Oh my god. One set several months afterwards. Also, in this movie, be a solid dad. Why is why is everyone a fucking lawyer? What was this whole well, lawyer thing? Because they all they all met each other at uh like at law school. But why lawyers though? I guess because it was like it was a it ties into the climax of like all of them can defend it can have a reason to be in that scene where they're all defending him in court. Uh, yeah, I guess, but social services. I don't know. I feel like social services is, is the main villain of this is this movie because they really fumbled the bag on this kid. I mean, they're definitely... This is a movie that, you know, in, in the age of computers and cell phones, I'm not really sure would be possible. And like, like more, kid, okay. I, this, was, this was made in a more trusting time where someone just goes, yeah, I'm that guy. And they're like, all right, here's your kid. Yeah, so, so, so what happens is the kid gets dropped off. He has a little note. And then I guess... Adam Sandler presents zero identification to yeah. the social services Over worker with saying that Over he wants to adopt him. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I'll get the paperwork ready. And he's like, chill. And then... Then he calls back. He's like, actually, um, I want this kid to go to a foster family. And the social services is like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. So they put it together. And then he calls back and he's like, never mind. I'm actually not this, the guy that you think I am. I also want the kid back. And they're like, okay, we're going to take your ass to court. And then he just... No, that's not what happened. At the end, they figure out that he's running a con on them. And the guy shows up and he calls him by his real name. And he's like, oh, no, like, you caught me. And he's like, I have police downstairs if you don't just give me the kid. Yeah, and then and then so like social the, services by the end was doing its job. It was it of. was the beginning of the movie where the guy and then I, I they think, give the kid to his actual dad who was like not in the whole not in the picture this entire movie till the end. So I don't know why they're like, oh yeah, this guy's the dad. Yeah, well, we'll he's the, the biological father. That's how courts work. I know, but he just didn't seem like he wanted to be a biological father. He was he was a lawyer. He wanted to get his friend out of jail. That's it. Does yeah. he actually want a kid? I don't know. It seemed like it. The the last two end scenes, he seemed to be a very sweet. And I just feel dad. like it. It wasn't like it wasn't. That, that's how it would work. I, I felt like it wasn't earned at all. Well, that's how it would work. No, it wouldn't. He wanted to. He wanted to bail his friend out. He didn't want his friend to end up going to prison. And it's like he was the judge was like, "Well, yeah, okay, fine. We'll give the kid to his dad, but you also lied to us and you basically kidnapped the child." No, well, that's what they said. Was that the you know he's like I'm the kid's father. I decline to press charges. That's why. Okay, but like, wouldn't social services want to press charges? They can't do anything because they, they you know it all worked out in the end. Oh my! God. I think it's the all worked out in the end sitcom law. Like I think they're like 
crime, you can't be prosecuted for a crime if it all works out in the end. Yeah, and then he had his, like... It's like if you rob a bank, but okay, you but, accidentally but, but, find okay. your long-lost father, but it all worked out in the end. But he calls witnesses to do, like, a... What is it called? Like, a character... Yeah, testimony. Something they testified like, at yeah. his trial. And, like, he basically bribed everyone that went on that stand to say good things about him. Like... I mean, he technically... Isn't that perjury or he, something? He, I don't think it's perjury, but he didn't finish his, uh, he didn't, he never finished his law degree, so. I know, but still. It's like international waters. And then he brings his dad, which was such a stupid moment, because, like, the dad hasn't been in the movie, maybe, like, one scene before this. And Two or brings, three. He brings his dad in. And his but only over like, the phone. His dad's like, yeah, my son does not deserve to have a kid. He's a fucking idiot. And then Adam Sandler's like, yeah, I'm an idiot. And then somehow, like, reverse psychology's him again. Like, and the dad's like, you know what? My son deserves this kid. What? (laughs) Yeah, okay, so the whole court proceedings, in all seriousness, is a little unrealistic. But it is, again, an Adam Sandler movie. And I'm not, like, I'm not sitting here like, oh, man, they didn't pay as much attention to this as Law & Order would have. Yeah, I don't know. That part was just kind of unrealistic. But, I mean, it all worked out in the end. Did Did you like Steve Buscemi? Yeah, it did. He was just like a throwaway character, though. I feel like, but he, the homeless guy where he was trying to get McDonald's. Yeah, I just thought that the he was like, "I'll bring you like food if you just end this conversation." He just literally passes out. <laughs> but a kid would go for that. Yeah, the only character I felt a little bit uncomfortable with the Rob Schneider character. I Why? think I don't know. He was an ambiguous like foreigner that like they just play him as a dumb person. Like that's just. I don't know. I feel like that's not very PC in this day of age, you know? And also, Rob Schneider seems to be playing every ethnicity out there, so. Another problem I had with this movie is the constant bringing up of uh, John Stewart's girlfriend who worked at Hooters. Fiance, slash later wife. Yeah. Yeah. This, like, Adam Sandler will not let go that she worked at Hooters. And it's like, That was oh the my part God. that aged the worst of anything in this movie. Who gives a shit? She worked at Hooters. So what? He's basically slut-shaming her for having a restaurant he's sitting, job. He's sitting in an apartment. He doesn't have a job, and he's like, oh, you fucking worked at Hooters. It's like, dude, you can't speak for... You can't stay in your lane. Like, who cares if she... And honestly, she, she probably she probably made more money than he did. Well, not from the lawsuit from him getting his foot run over by a taxi. Yeah, so but he, working he made at a like, lot of money. It turns out like a toll booth. It, yeah, if, no. Look, if she was smart, she would have instead of getting a job, she would have thrown herself in front of a taxi. But like nobody like stood up for her, and even her like fiance. She's like, yeah, I, uh, she worked at Hooter. She was a slut. He like made jokes about it. Yeah, and it's like I felt bad for her. She's character. the one. Ca- yeah, she deserves better. She does deserve better. Yeah, and the whole thing where she's just like. Just trying to be a good person for her fiancé and having to deal with a dumbass friend that he lives with. Like, I would be pissed. And, like, I would have just been, like, to my fiancé, if that was you, I'd be like, you need to deal with this because this is not cool. But clearly, you know, gotta play the Hooters for the jokes. No, I mean, that's why you told me I had to cut past guest Kendrew out of my life. (laughs) Um, Was there anything else? Um, no, I mean, that was definitely the part that aged by far the worst of anything in this movie. Like, I thought for the most part it held up, like, it was, it was a good message, it was a fun movie, and it was funny, but yeah, that part, I was like, I was literally cringing every time that happened, because I'm like, like, oh no, she's gonna hate the movie now, just because of this part. And I did. No, oh, okay. you that, like, I only hit, I hate that part. Yeah, I mean, you could honestly just delete all those jokes, and I think the movie would be fine. Yeah, maybe yeah. get rid of Rob Schneider's character, too. Oh, he was funny. I don't know. Is that going to get me canceled? We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) 
But um, overall, I, I mean, think... it was if it if it does, that was just nostalgia talking. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I think this movie was actually pretty good. I think this is maybe going to be the only Adam Sandler movie I will ever like. Well, we'll find out because next week we're going nope. to watch. Nope. <laughs> All right, Mia, we're, so I think we're both in agreement that that was one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Got your ass. All right. So, yeah, this has been, again, this has been Rewind and Reconsider. Thank you to everyone who made it to this point and through Mia's painstaking edit process of having to keep me from not getting canceled during this episode. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And Mia, what movie are we going to be watching next? We're going to be watching a movie. Okay, so you're not going to say. No. All right, well, then we will be back with a surprise movie <laughs> for next, uh, for, I was going to say next week, but I can't, I can't promise that during the NBA playoffs, work schedule-wise. But we will be back at some point. I, I still, I still love you. I still love doing the podcast. Anyway, so everyone keep safe out there. Um, wear a mask, wash your hands, and we'll see you soon.